Welcome to the Strategic Planning Podcast with financial coach Mike Flanders. With more than 40 years of experience in the financial services industry, Mike knows the X's and O's that'll help you achieve your financial goals. It's time for the Strategic Planning Podcast. Hey everybody, welcome into the podcast. We are here today to talk with Mike Flanders, as we always do, about investing, finance, and retirement. And decumulation is the topic. Five things to consider or know about decumulation to retire successfully. We'll get into that in just a second and find out what that's all about. But what's going on, Mike? How are you, bud? I'm doing great. I hope you guys are too, Mark, there. Uh, and uh, we're looking forward here getting into the middle of, uh, or the end of July, I guess, yeah, really, uh, yeah. the baseball game uh, that we've got planned for the 31st. And I've got people that are signing up for it. We're excited about seeing folks and getting out and uh, enjoying the, the night together. So yeah. yeah, be sure if you're listening to this, that you uh, get on our website um, and Mark will give you that later on in the uh, podcast here and uh, sign up under events uh, Greensboro for uh, the, the baseball game on July 31st at the uh, Grasshopper Stadium. Absolutely. I'll give it out right now. SPCinvesting.com. Okay. Stop by the website, SPCinvesting.com. Go to the events tab, as Mike said. If you have not done so already, or call him at 336-668-4338. Hope you guys have a good time with that event. I'm sure that's going to be a lot of fun. Yeah, uh, yeah. So, let's, Mike, let's talk about decumulation. First of all, okay. I mean, it's pretty simple, I guess, but just for folks who might not get it, what is it? Yeah. Um, you know, you, you spend your lifetime of investing, uh, trying to save money. And, and I want to talk about that, how important that is. But really, it, as important as that is to accumulate adequate funds to be able to meet your retirement needs. When you get to the retirement point and you're ready to say, okay, I'm not going to get that paycheck coming in each week for each month from the employer, or you know, if I'm running my own business, I'm, I'm stopping that. And now I'm going to start utilizing the funds I've accumulated along with other resources like social security and all. Now I'm starting to decumulate or, or use up those assets. Basically, you're spending your money. You're spending your money. That's yeah. exactly right. Yeah. And, and you know, the, the objective is not to decumulate or spend all of it, but it, it may be that, uh, you know, the balances don't hold over time. And, um, you know, that's, that can be a little scary for folks. Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, I mean, if you want to spend it all, I guess that's an option too. So it's it's all just depends on the strategy and what you want to accomplish. So let's talk about a few things to ponder when it comes to decumulation. First of all, Mike, there's kind of a lack of support or effort in this arena. There's so much out there about building wealth and growing wealth, Mm -hmm. um, but it often seems outside of financial advisors like yourself, there's not a lot of support for how to go through a solid plan to spend it down. Yeah. And you know, that that's, you just hit on the key word. There is a solid plan. Um, so many times we just think, Hey, you know what? I've been just working. I go about my life each day. I make the money, I put it aside, whatever. And so I'll just, you know, continue to live like that and, and not worry about it. And that's where that horrible word budget can, can come into play and be very valuable. You know, we, we, don't like to think about being controlled by it. And you don't have to be controlled by it. It actually can be a real freeing and relieving of stress uh, tool if you do have a plan to spend your money. So developing that and, and knowing how it will impact your ability to meet your needs, not only now, but if things change in the future for you from a health standpoint or from a living, you know, where you live, uh, who, you, who you have around you. Um, you know, knowing that stuff can, um, and how you need to be operating a spending plan. I like that. Word. I was getting ready to say spending plan is much better sounding than budget. 
Absolutely. Budget just sounds like, you know, nailing your fingers to the wall or something. I don't know, but, uh, well, yeah. it's like the state budget or the government budget or yeah. something like that. And it's like, it oh, that's, works. that's not going to go well. Yeah. So <laughs> that's right. that's a spending right. plan works pretty good because I mean, I mean, you've, you've earned it and you've saved it. And the idea is that you're going to use it to live on. And so right. that becomes the big question. But for a lot of people, and this is a topic, this is point number two, Mike, on this is that for many folks, they actually have a real hard time understanding how to make that transition into spending it. I mean, after, I mean, I get it after 40 years of saving it. You think, well, man, now I got to actually spend it. I don't want to see those numbers go down. I worked really hard to get it there, but that's that's why you did it. So enjoy it. Yeah, exactly. But then having that plan so that you know you're staying on track, you know, sort of like what we say in the accumulation phase is if you know what your expected rate of return is and what the variance can be from year to year, you can measure whether your portfolio is doing what it's doing. Well, if you have a spending plan, and you know what you're planning to spend in terms of overall dollars and then kind of you know the categories that you're spending. And when you see one getting out of whack, you can adjust from another and just cut down there. You know, the, the thing I like to try to think about for myself and then for my clients is when I am looking at how my investment portfolio is performing. And it's, we're in a down market for a period of time. And, and we just see, you know, the, those negative amounts each month in terms of change in market value. Oh, mm-hmm. I lost another amount of money this month. Well, you really didn't lose it because it's just on paper right now, but you know, it's going down. Then you might want to think in terms of, okay, so how can I adjust in this downtime for a, a lower cost of living? How can, what can I cut back on? What can I cut out and just do without for this time period? So that then, you know, when it returns and goes the other way and we're in a boom session or whatever, uh, then maybe, you know, we can spend more like what we plan to, but be willing, be, have a plan for adjusting as conditions affect you. You know, you don't just feel like, okay, here I am retired and I'm planning on say, maybe I'm going to do a lot of traveling, but then all of a sudden my health changes and I can't do the traveling. Well, you don't just keep on making plane reservations and hotel reservations for places and then don't show up, mm-hmm. you adjust. And the same sort of thing with market conditions. When they're not as positive, adjust your spending. When they're more positive, you can be a little more liberal with your spending, but have that plan that you know you're going to stay within the ranges that you've set up for yourself. Well, we, we get a lot of experience through the years getting towards retirement, getting close to retirement in saving the money. So there's many, many mm-hmm. years and decades of experience doing that, but very little experience in actually living it because we haven't done it yet. Right. So yeah, I get that. I get that it's a hurdle. And sometimes for some folks, it's a real challenge. And as an advisor, that's part of, you know, sometimes your quest, I suppose, is to help people realize and that they've got the confidence uh, and that's where the plan comes into place to say, hey, you know what? You can spend this. If you yeah. want to spend 10 grand doing this or whatever doing that, you know that it's there because you've got a plan and, and you've worked through it and you've hopefully talked about some of these things. That's the other key component is making sure that you're sharing that data so you can say, hey, Mike, I want to spend $100,000 and take the entire family around the entire world. Well, that's great. You can do that as long as you plan for it. You know, yeah, you can't just do exactly. it if you just decide to get it. You know, you got a wild hair one day. That might be a little more complicated. <laughs> yeah, it can change uh, the downstream quite a bit. So, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So you got to get over that fear of spending. It is real and you're not alone. But again, a good, strong plan will help you get that confidence to be comfortable with it. And the risks are more numerous. That's number three, Mike, here on the five things about decumulation. 
we talk about that often, but I mean, it's common sense as well. I mean, if you want to use a sports analogy or whatever you'd like, but if you're winning the game and you're getting close to the end of the game, but it's really close, right? You know, the teams mm. will often go into protection mode, right? They'll do things to, um, you know, kind of not turn the ball over, right? Because the risks of losing or, or making a mistake, they become compounded as we get close to the end. Well, same kind of thing with retirement, you know? So if we're getting close to retirement, we maybe don't want to take a whole lot more chances than we need to, especially if we're in a pretty good spot. Yeah. I can remember there was a point in my accumulation phase and, and which by the way, I'm still in, I haven't retired and don't have any specific date of retirement. As long as I can do what I'm doing, I love it. But so while I'm doing that, there came a point in my life where I realized that you know, the example is I, I don't want to invest in the next company that's going to help aardvarks learn how to talk, right? Uh, <laughs> I, I want to be a little more reasonable with how I do stuff. And um, so I, I'm, I'm going to become more disciplined and more oriented toward uh, reducing unnecessary risks so that I don't unnecessarily throw away money that I can't afford to throw away. Yeah, I like to tell people, you know, if you're looking at some particular investment and um, yeah, yeah, like uh, crypto is one thing a lot of people are asking about these days, you know, if you got money to, uh, that you could uh, ride down the road, roll down the window, throw it out. And if it never comes back, it's okay. If it does, that's goodness. Then that's what you can invest in your crypto stuff. You know, take, take your flyer if you want to have some fun with that or whatever, as opposed to going to an amusement park or, you know, whatever you do to spend money uh, frivolously. And, um, you know, Reduce those risks now as you're nearing those retirement years. You know, I wasn't quote near retirement when this hit me as back in my fifties. But it it just struck me. You need to pull it in a little bit and be a more disciplined investor uh, than what I had been in my former life, as I like to call it. Gotcha. (laughs) When I I did some things, uh, you know, that I thought, Hey, this is a real opportunity. And you know what, quite frankly, a lot of the risk we take is born out of greed. And um, even though in that Wall Street movie, Michael Douglas said, greed is good, it is not. <laughs> it can <laughs> cause quite a few ruinous lives for people yeah. and will continue to do so. So it's, it's being reasonable about things and just getting more disciplined in the way you approach your investments. Very true. And of course, you heard it here first, folks. Uh, Mike Flanner's not big on aardvark talking investments uh, or talking aardvark investments, however you want to say that. Go. That's a tongue twister, actually. All right, so let's do another one here. Focusing on tax consequences is another far, a big part of the uh, decumulation phase. We want to make sure that you know we've got a good focus on this, Mike, because it makes a huge swing in what your balances wind up being. You know your tax uh, strategy or lack thereof. Yeah, and you know at, at, there's a real opportunity as people are in their accumulation phase and moving up closer to their decumulation phase, their retirement years of uh, trying to position things to help reduce the impact of income taxes and other taxes. There's the opportunity to say, start moving money out of taxed in the future situations to tax never situations. So that's I'm speaking now of moving from traditional IRAs, uh, traditional 401ks to Roth IRAs, Roth 401ks. You know, maybe you're not converting, but maybe you're just saying, okay, my contributions rather than continue to be here are going to go toward the Roth thinking in terms of down the road and right now in a lower tax situation than what we've had in the past, as far as the way the tax law is, is structured currently, a good time to look at that kind of thing as opposed to just continuing to get deductions uh, for your contributions. But 
you know, during retirement, you're going to start having to take withdrawals uh, from funds, and that creates the potential for taxable income being added to your circumstances. And, you know, if you start drawing on Social Security, how much of that's going to be taxed? Is it 85% of it? Is it some percentage less? There are all kinds of ways to uh, maneuver uh, the way you receive income if you've done some planning in advance for that so that you can uh, manage uh, the tax picture. And that, that's important to do. You know, sometimes you're needing to liquidate some, say, real estate properties, maybe to generate uh, income. I, I had a client just recently uh, eliminate their real estate because it just got to the point where they were not being able to keep them rented and they were just, uh, it was a, a money pit. And right. so, some capital gains is going to be realized. Well, can you manage that and prepare for that uh, so that you you don't uh, get yourself a situation where you have a big tax hit right when you're trying to generate more liquidity uh, by moving something from, say, real estate to cash so that you can invest it for income. So there's there's all kinds of things. And that's why it's so important to stay in touch and not just do things that seem right without considering what's the impact in other areas like taxes and so forth. Yep. Yeah, I mean, all those components go into the decumulation phase, and of course, we, mm-hmm. you know, we have to make sure that we're thinking about how, because again, we spend so much time and focus on gaining the money and growing the wealth, but then we don't really put a lot of focus into, hey, now it's time to actually use it, but use it smartly and wisely, and it's all about the final bit, which is really just leveraging our income because we have to have a paycheck in some form or fashion when we get to retirement, uh, because you know the bills are still there. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, that comes into play there is when do I take Social Security? I know a lot of people feel like uh, Social Security is not going to be there for me. It won't be in the same format. Maybe it'll be a lower percentage of uh, my pay being replaced or what have you. And yeah, those are things that could come to pass. Um, Don't know. Don't know what that would be in the future. And so you plan based on what you know right now, what's uh, happening right now and and the the reasonable expectation of what the future is. And quite frankly, if you can get that income to be as high as possible for the higher earner of a couple, or if you're an individual, you know, waiting as long as possible to, so that you have a higher income, you know, you can fill the gaps. If you retire before you reach, say the highest social security uh, taking age, which is 70 currently, and tap some of the resources that you've accumulated uh, during that gap time. Say if you retired at 67 and you want to let that Social Security benefit continue to increase each year until 70. And I know I may be talking about some things that you haven't thought about before as you're listening to this podcast, but there, there's all kind of things you need to consider when, when you're thinking about when do I turn on Social Security? When do I start using my assets and so forth to maximize those? And it's easy for us to calculate. And I say easy, you know, it's, it's something that we can calculate and, and figure out what makes the most sense for you. Should you go ahead and elect early or should you defer on Social Security? Should you take your assets and put them into a, an annuity that's going to pay you out a fixed income or maybe uh, an adjusting income based on a market factor or something? All things that need to be considered carefully because uh, you know while you can get some guaranteed income from annuities and that sort of thing, you also lock yourself in and give up access to the funds that you have. So there are other ways to do that in a way that creates lifetime income that although it's maybe, quote, not guaranteed to be a fixed amount, it might actually end up being a much better situation for you. You just have to examine that from all kinds of angles, including risk, comfort and health and so forth. Yeah, I mean, all the angles, it's always important to go through all of them. That's one of the reasons that we do the podcast is to hopefully 
uh, provide you with a few things to think about that you may have not thought about before. And of course, you know, that's also where coming into play is working with an advisor. And if you're already working with Mike, well, then you know these things and you should have a good plan in place. But sometimes maybe something popped in your mind and you're thinking, hey, I want to ask about tweaking this or changing that. Or maybe you're not working with an advisor at all. And, and so if that's the case, reach out to Mike, give him a call, have a conversation. Before you take any action, you should always do so anyway with anything you hear on any financial show like ours or any others. It's always best to see how it's going to pertain to your specific situation. And of course, Mike's a financial coach of 40 plus years of service in the industry. So reach out to him at Strategic Planning Corporation. Stop by the website at spcinvesting.com. Don't forget to uh, go to the events tab if you have not done so yet for the upcoming baseball game here in just a couple of weeks. Again, uh, that's spcinvesting.com. And you can subscribe to us on Apple, Google, Spotify, whatever platform you use, and you can find it all at the website. Mike, thanks for hanging out with me a little bit this week. I appreciate it. We are taping this today when it's monsooning on us here. So I'm going to let you get back to your day and uh, hopefully we can stay dry. Sounds great, and I look forward to seeing you all at the ballgame. That's right. We'll see you at the ballgame. We'll talk to you next time here on Strategic Planning with Mike Flanders. Information is for illustrative purposes only and does not constitute tax, investment, or legal advice. Always consult with a qualified investment, legal, or tax professional before taking any action.